0: Welcome to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa and her guests speak from personal and professional experience, and they will answer your questions and offer solutions to help you get on the road to your recovery. Now, here's Dr. Lisa Cooney.
1: Hello, hello, hello,
2: everyone.
1: Shalom from Israel. This is Dr. Lisa, and I am here live in Pretzelia, Israel still. And I'm on the phone with Dr. Adrian Popesco, again, for our Made Madness of Moving Beyond Anxiety. Today's show is, Are You Waiting for the Other Shoe to Drop? We're going to talk to you about tools for moving beyond catastrophic thinking. Now, in case you don't know or think that catastrophic thinking isn't you, See if you've ever said these phrases to yourself, good things never happen to me. I always screw things up. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough to handle this. Or something like, no matter how hard I try, nothing ever changes. And no matter what I do, it's never enough. Nothing ever works for me. I'm destined for failure. Or why me? So if you've ever thought any of those things, Perhaps you have some catastrophic thinking, and we're going to talk to you about where that comes from, what it is, and we're going to give you a bunch of tools to move you beyond abuse. And, I mean, I'm sorry, move you beyond abuse and beyond anxiety, because those phrases abuse you, and would definitely just reading them created anxiety for me. <laughs> so, everything that brings up and lets down for everybody listening, right off the bat, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And Adriana, you are with us, so say hello to your friends out here.
3: Hello, Lisa and everyone around the world. I'm happy to be here with you today.
1: Yeah, we're getting such great, great, great reviews about these shows and the topic about moving beyond anxiety. I do have some, uh, at least one particular email that I'll bring onto the show that somebody just sent in. But why don't you, Adriana? Why don't you lead the world here in the expanding of space exercise uh, before we get more deeply into content.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think it's such a great place to start. So I would invite all of you first to connect with your body. Just notice if you're even in your body right now. And if you're not, I would invite you to feel the chair or the bed or whatever surface you're sitting or lying down on underneath you. Um, put your feet on the ground. Feel yourself connecting down into the earth. You can imagine you're like a tree with roots that go deep, deep, deep down into the earth. Okay, you can also Mm -hmm. tune into your five senses, notice what you see around you, notice the objects around you, notice the smells of things, if there are any, the sounds of the things around you, the sounds of my voice, okay, just allow yourself to really connect with your body.
1: You might also like
3: to take some deep breaths all the way down into your belly, And if you're experiencing any anxiety in this moment, go ahead and breathe in, hold it for a few seconds, and make your exhale much longer than your inhale. This is a known breathing technique that will help to dissipate the intensity of anxiety and get that oxygen up into your brain when you're not getting enough um, from hyperventilating, which is what we tend to do when we're anxious. So make the breath really long and deep with the exhale longer than the inhale. And then go ahead and allow your energy to expand out. Let it get as big as the room you're in, as big as the building you're in. Expand out in all directions until you're as big as the block or the town that you're in, the country that you're in. Keep expanding to as big as the entire Earth. And from there, go out into the galaxies, past all the other galaxies, out into the infinite reaches of the universe. And just notice, and you can perceive it collectively in the group here, people listening to it with the call. Did you notice how the intensity of the anxiety just lessened by us doing that?
1: And maybe for people that don't understand that or don't know how to sense that and notice that, would you let people know what you experience, Adriana, so that they might be able to put words to uh, something that they, is more subtle energy at first?
3: Yeah, to me, I perceive it as just like a sigh of relief. Like when I get big and expansive and I notice the people around me doing that as well, it's just like there's a sense of, ah, oh, I can relax now. Oh, Mm -hmm. whatever it was that seemed so intense, it's just, it's like it's uh, dissipated. It's not like a, instead of a sharp sort of sensation, it's more of a like loose, open kind of flowing, like almost like um, curtains in the breeze, you know, when the window is coming in, Uh, through the Mm -hmm. the window, the breeze is coming in. Yeah, it's a little bit like that.
1: Great. So, everybody out there in yeah. Voice America Empowerment Land, listening to the radio, expand your energy as space, as Adriana talked to you about just now, and anything that doesn't allow that to be, destroy, and uncreate it the right, wrong, well, good, and bad, pot and pop, all nine shores, boys, and beyond. So, Adriana, I want to bring this question in because it talks about last week's show first. Should we mm-hmm. be okay with that? Yeah. So, uh, one person wrote in with the title Awareness versus Phobia. And on the last show, we were talking about phobia or anxiety and how, um, that could actually be an awareness, maybe on even the first show. So they wanted to know what, what are some questions that would allow them to discern this even better, let's say? What questions mm-hmm. can they ask to sort out, like an invention, any kind of invention, regarding the phobia or anxiety and separate that out from an awareness? Do you want to answer that for them?
3: Sure. I mean, ask that very question. Is this real or is this an invention? Um, Is this my awareness or is this um, somebody else's point of view I'm buying into? Uh, Is this an awareness or is this an invention? The other Mm -hmm. thing that you can, you follow whichever one is the lightest, whichever feels most true to you. Um, You can also, if you're getting fuzzy responses, like you can't differentiate your light or heavy, you can do um, anything that does not allow me to be, know, perceive, and receive what's actually true here will I destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, cock, all nine, short, boys, and beyond. And then the expand out tool actually is also Mm -hmm. really helpful um, for telling if something is real or not. If you take the upset, let, like let's take, say you take the what you're not sure if it's a phobia or an awareness, you take that thing and you make it infinite. Okay? If it, when you make it infinite, it disappears or gets uh, diminished in some way, it's lesser, then you know it was an invention. Okay? If it mm-hmm. stays the same or gets even bigger, then you know it's real. And the thing that I use to compare that with is like, and we can have even the listeners right now take, for example, something that um something that's been upsetting to them, some anxiety, some worry, let's say, even like some worry about mm-hmm. the future, and imagine expanding it out right now, make it infinite, and notice what happens
1: So can I clarify something for for myself and also for people listening, so let's say. I was in a, you know, a mood or something, and I said one of the phrases I read earlier, like a (laughs) negative self-limiting belief, like I'm destined for failure, let's say. And Mm -hmm. if I had that running through my head, and I make that infinite, and I expand a space like you guided us, you know, a couple of minutes ago, then it would dissipate. That's what you're saying, correct?
3: Right, because it's not real. It's an invention.
1: Okay? Correct.
3: Now take something that is real. What you want to do is compare that to something that is real. Like let's say the great caring that you have for someone uh, in your family, you know, a parent, a child, Mm -hmm. your partner, whoever it is. And imagine taking that caring you have for that person and expand it out and make it infinite. Notice Mm -hmm. what happens when you do that. Lisa, what do you notice when you do that?
1: With somebody that I care about? Yeah. It gets more spacious.
3: Exactly. It it will usually get bigger and more expansive because it's real. Something that's real that you make Mm -hmm. infinite will expand. Something that's not real that you attempt to make infinite will disintegrate. Okay? So that's another way to kind of tell if you're making something up or if it's actually an awareness. Okay. The other thing you can do is clear that it as person. a phobia. Okay. When it's nice. out, talk, talk and pot it out. You know, like okay. if you, if you're not sure if your phobia is actually an anxiety or as an awareness or an invention, talk and pot anywhere you bought it as an invention. Pock and pot anywhere you made it real when maybe it isn't. And if it clears and you feel better, then you know it was an invention. You can always do the clearing regardless. If it's, if it's, uh, irrelevant, then it won't change it. You know, if it really isn't awareness and it doesn't change, then you know that this is real because I tried pop-potting it and that didn't change. It isn't an exact science. You have to kind of do trial and error with different tools and different questions until you get more awareness. And also, I would say, too, when in doubt, call, call a friend. Call a friend who also knows something about access or someone who can ask you questions and see what awareness they could add to your question. I
1: also like. Um, what invention are you using to create the anxiety or worry you're choosing? Exactly. <laughs> right. I where think the, that is that online shorts me Yeah. So <laughs> 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 talk a little bit more. Let's go into the catastrophic thinking and regards to worry and some of the amazing that we're going to share with people today?
3: Yeah, so catastrophic thinking is generally that um, thinking that the worst-case scenario will occur, can and will occur, um, tending to play to that worst-case scenario over and over again in your head. Um, it's all very future-oriented. It's always um, like associated with this kind of feeling of impending doom, something horrible is going to happen, the other shoe is going to drop, I know it's not going to work out, it's, and, it, and it tends to have this real obsessive compulsive quality to the thinking, like um, if you know what like a Mobius trip is, like the infinity loop, it feels a little bit like you're on that infinity loop and you can't break out of this obsessive thinking about something bad happening in the future. That's how I define the catastrophic thinking.
1: And where so it many comes of us. From... Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where does it come from? What do
3: you um, You're breaking up a little bit, so it's hard to understand you, but um, I'm going to go ahead and explain where I think it's coming from, if that's okay. Um, yes. So, so what I have found in working with many, many clients over the years with these issues is that generally the root in these um, obsessive thinking patterns is with the negative self-limiting beliefs, the stuff that Lisa talked about in the beginning of the show. You're basically judging yourself as a lesser than in some way. Like, I can't handle this. I'm I'm not strong enough. I'm not good enough. Um, Nothing ever works out for me. Like those types of negative self-limiting beliefs. And then where do those come from? Well, typically, you get role models, those, uh, growing up. So you want to look for, you know, did you have a parent or family member, caregiver of some sort who was very anxious, who tended to worry about the future a lot? If you did, chances are then um, that overprotective worrying caregiver has been, you basically will mimic their energetic patterns. You'll tend to lock those in your body and then repeat those and make them your own. That's when you buy it as yours when it originally wasn't, because you think this is how you're supposed to be in the world. And they're kind of teaching you stuff like, well, maybe the world is in a safe place, or you're not going to be able to handle, you know, these terrible things that are going to happen. So that's one Mm -hmm. very common um, origin of this kind of thinking. Um, The other one that I think comes up quite a bit is any kind of... uh, history of trauma or abuse. If you've had anything really traumatic happen to you, then chances are you're going to have drawn some conclusions about yourself and about the world and about certain situations, and you're going to end Mm -hmm. up projecting those into the future, creating a negative expectation about what's going to happen. So, for instance, if you get in a car accident, then every time you get into a car or particularly if it's in the area, if you're driving down the same road where you had the accident, you're going to tend to have this anxiety come up. Um, You might even have flashbacks and some other kind of post-traumatic symptoms, but you're going to tend to have this anxiety around, oh, my God, if I drive again, I'm going to have another accident. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Right? And so then that ends up becoming a thing where you're creating expectations about the future based on some sort of reference point from the past. So with that in access, how we handle that stuff, we talk about reference points, right, and how we'd want to constantly be destroying and uncreating those past reference points. So anywhere any of you might have um, past traumas that you, so all the decisions, judgments, computations, and conclusions that you've made based on that trauma, such as I'm not safe in the world, bad things are going to happen to me because of these bad things that happened in the past, Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, talk, talk, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So that's the decisions, judgments, computations, and conclusions that happened about the past. Now, where you take them into the future is then projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections. So anywhere you're doing any of those, anticipating that something bad is going to happen in the future based on the reference points of the past, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, talk, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond, And then any other energies that hold that in place, so automatic response systems, that's those like unconscious knee-jerk reactions, you get in the car and you immediately start like hyperventilating, um, any sort of stability points, connection points, all those familiar ways in which you relate to those situations and those experiences, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop talk, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So I just gave out a whole bunch of information.
1: <laughs> I think it's great. And when, you, when you, talk, you talked about you gave them a lot of great information, and people probably need to listen to it again, but it, it was really good and explained things very well. So I thank you for that. And with regards to also anxiety and trauma and abuse, you know, when we talk about the reference points, like I know a lot of people on the show and a lot of people that I work with also talk about, you know, they, they got triggered into something, like a, something that brought up post-traumatic stress, or an anxiety attack, and it was a smell that was very familiar to them, associated with their perpetrator, or seeing a war or destruction of some sort in another country reminded them of, let's say, the Holocaust or something that happened here, let's say in Israel, or something that happened. If you were that, that they, they reminded themselves that they lost somebody in 9/11 when the twin towers came down, those will be related to reference points and everything that Adriana said about the past and the future projections is all like intertwined in this anxiety, trauma, worry, fear where it actually just really feels, smells, and tastes like it's happening today. So th- this is really important for those of you that are out there that are still struggling and under the guise of paralysis with Anxiety, worry, fear, and trauma. And what I want to say now is we're going to go to break and then we're going to come back. We have a caller uh, from New York, so we're going to come back and get on the phone with him and do some facilitation. You're listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney and Dr. Adriana Popesco. We're back after the break.
0: What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. To Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into one 346 9141 That's one 888 346 9141 You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything.
1: Hello, 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 beautiful people. You are listening to Dr. Lisa Cooney and Dr. Adriana Popesco on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Adriana is coming to you from San Francisco, California. And I am coming to you from Herzliya, Israel, where I just finished a week's worth of classes. The first Excess Consciousness Body class here in Israel with a Radically Alive Beyond Abuse class and so much. So much healing. So this is a perfect topic, catastrophic thinking, and tools to move beyond that. So go ahead and run the clearing that you would like to discuss and run, Adriana.
3: Yeah. So one of the things, following up on what we were just talking about before the break, you know, a lot of people hold on to their traumatic memories because they think they need to. Like, I need to hold on to this to make sure that this never happens again, and But the problem with that is that you end up holding on to all of it, all of the trauma, like the pain, the hurt, the fear, the terror, all the parts of it that actually are not useful to you. Like, certainly there might be something of value in there. You might want to remember not to do, like, to put yourself in a situation like that again, but you don't need the actual symptoms of the trauma. So anywhere you've locked the memories, the feelings, the emotions, the pain and the suffering of whatever traumatic experiences you've gone through, will you destroy and create all that and keep just your awareness around it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, wrong, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Exactly. All you need is your awareness, awareness and your knowing. The rest you can let go. So any autoresponders you, you might have, based on all of those... Um, memories and energies that you've locked into your body based on the trauma and anywhere you're incarcerating yourself with these traumas and the symptoms of them, will you now destroy and uncreate all of that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, hawk, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And I just wanted to make sure we got that covered as well because it's so important.
1: Beautiful. So I'm going to go to the caller on the line now who's been waiting patiently for us and Gus. This is Dr. Lisa and Dr. Adriana, and how can we contribute to you today? What's your question?
2: Hi, Dr. Lisa. Hi, Dr. Adriana. I'm kind of blown away that I was able to get through to you. I'm kind of in the middle of my work day here in Brooklyn. <laughs> I know you're all over the world. Um, so i d uh, dr Lisa, i've been you know listening to the show for a while, and I was drawn mm-hmm. to you through access um, just because as I've been you know asking questions and doing the access work and getting my bars run and all that over the last i would say three or maybe four years um, it sort of started to dawn on me that I was Um, getting, finding myself sort of in the same reoccurring things over and over again. And it seemed to be like what, what was being described as somewhere, uh, some sort of abuse. Um, and let's see if I can formulate my, my question. Um, so essentially kind of what, and I I would say it's sort of been like emotional and maybe financial abuse, um, from my father who raised, um, my brother and I, um, and what happened about two and a half weeks ago is he actually um, passed away, and mm. in this sort of, let's say, well, let's say like the last three or four weeks in general, um, my business has just had this reoccurring pattern that I cannot seem to break or shift from, and it is where I... I just get so behind on paying bills and um, paying um, subcontractors and vendors, where eventually I get to the point where I just feel like I'm I'm being I'm going to be crushed by the pressure from it. And you know I've looked at whether this is a business that I even want to have in the first place. Or you know, to me, it, it seems like when I don't have any money, or when I'm so far behind, or when it's so sort of stressful, or, or gives me so much anxiety, it doesn't seem to be any fun at all. Um, so.
1: I okay, guess... so Gus, let me let me this this let me ask you. You said a lot, and thanks for sharing that. And I'm glad to know you're calling from Brooklyn. I appreciate that. I was I was born and raised in Brooklyn. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. <laughs> My first caller on the show from Brooklyn, so hello once again to home. <laughs> um here's, here's, our, here's our start for our question for you or facilitation for you is, if you just close your eyes for a second, Gus, where do you feel everything that you're talking about in your body? Truth. Mostly in my stomach. Okay. Because I got a big old stomach ache once you got on the phone, so thanks for that. <laughs> <this season>. And <laughs> And I'm glad you said that. So if you could just put your hand on your stomach, and Adrienne and I are going to ask you some questions, if that's okay with you. I'm assuming it is, Mm -hmm. because you're called up here. And let's see what we can move you through. And, of course, we're going to attempt to tie it into uh, the anxiety and the worry and the catastrophic thinking and the inventions, because that's the topic of the show. So just bear with us a little bit, and we'll see if we could uh, eliminate and dissipate Um, not only this stomach ache, quote-unquote, but some of that recurring pattern and uh, getting so far behind as well and whatever else is possible. So everything and anything that you've said thus far, let's just destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And if you put your hand on your belly, guess what would your stomach say? Truth. That right there. What would it say? that right there.
2: What would it say? It just seems blank.
1: Yeah, so just say I'm blank, I'm blank, I'm blank.
2: I'm blank, I'm blank, I'm blank.
1: And one more time, please. I'm blank, I'm blank, I'm blank.
2: I'm blank, I'm blank, I'm blank.
1: Say, I'm the best I know at being blank.
2: I'm the best I know at being blank.
1: Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And whoever, perhaps your father or someone else, that you biomimetically mimic, their blankness that actually causes pains, intensities, inventions, procrastination, anxiety, and worry in your stomach, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And whoever's reality of blankness that you're mimicking that you never know who you be, what you be, what's yours and what's not yours. And you'll forever be underneath and behind everything. Can we just try and uncreate that? Yes. Right, we're on good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And let's have you expand your energy as space. If you've been listening from the beginning, what Adriana led us with in the beginning. 500 million mm-hmm. miles up, 500 million miles down, 500 million miles to the right, 500 million miles to the left. And just notice. Is there any change in your gut?
2: Yeah, it seems that it's... Well, it seems that the gut is less intense or it seems like things have kind of moved up into my upper chest or something like that.
1: Great. Now we're getting into your chest and... Adrienne, just give me one more second, and I'll let you um, ask him some questions, and I know you got some great ones um, ready for him. In your chest, if you put your hand there, what would he say, your chest? That, right there.
2: I don't know. It's, it's like uh, first impulse seemed to be like relax. Or
1: there, you, there you go. Just say "relax, relax, relax" three times.
2: Relax, relax, relax.
1: Say, everything is okay three times.
2: <laughs> it's funny. The next thing <laughs> I was going to say is "relax, it's over." <sighs> uh,
1: relax is over. He's dead. <laughs> well, that was like goodness. the
2: the second sort of part of relax, like relax, it's over, or it's going to be okay, or something like that.
1: Okay. So, anyway, so relax, it's over, relax, it's over, relax, it's over. Relax, it's over. I'm wrong, good and bad, Todd and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Okay, Adriana, thank you.
3: Yeah, I mean, I was just kind of, I think Lisa was on the right track with the biomimetic mimicry, my question to you would be, you know, when you're doing that delaying of paying the bills and staying on top of things, who are you being when you're doing that?
2: Yeah, my dad, for sure.
3: Exactly, right? So what creation are you using to invoke and perpetrate the biomimetic mimicry of your father's pains, pathways, realities? And insanities around business and paying bills and being on time. Are you choosing? And everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, talk, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. Now, with the DMM stuff, uh, which is what we call it for short in Access, you do want to... Re- to- tend to keep doing that clearing over and over again. Like you could put it on a loop and play it at night just continuously because this is such a deeply ingrained pattern. The the ways in which we mimic our early role models is so key to how we formulate our identity that me just doing the clearing one time with you on the show probably isn't going to change it completely. It's a start and it peels back a layer every time you do the clearing. So I would encourage you to keep doing that and in the moment when you catch yourself being like that, you know, ask yourself, okay, who am I being right now? Oh, I'm being my dad. Okay, let's talk and part all that. And if I were choosing just for me, what would my reality around this be? You know, I start right. to get some clarity around what's different about how you, your infinite self, would actually handle these situations versus being automatically, unconsciously mimicking your dad, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Great. Right. <laughs> So, Gus, can yeah, I ask I, you another my, question? My re- oh, go ahead. My reason for calling was just because I, I you know, when you said, you know, these like, concepts of sort of catastrophic thinking and all of that is like, I, I definitely, that's just was kind of where I was at. I just felt, um, you know, things seem to be very catastrophic right now. And um, so that was where my, that was where I felt like I was on the perfect call.
1: Right. Great. <laughs> Hi. Oh, can I... Can can I ask you another question? Sure. With your father, what what's your ethnic uh, background?
2: It is um, Eastern Europe. Well, like Lat- it's Latvian mm-hmm. from like the Baltic states.
1: So, did your dad or his family ever survive any wars or <laughs> trauma, yeah. for instance?
2: Yes. Which they one were that you know of? They were. They were refugees from the Second World War, and they traveled from Latvia to Germany and then to the United States. Mm -hmm.
1: So they probably saw their fair share of trauma, right?
2: Yeah, I would definitely say so.
1: Yeah, so any of the energies genetically, ancestrally, historically, um, molecularly, that you are carrying in your body physically and physiologically Can we let them know that it's over now and that all the wars that they have been traveling through as refugees is over now? Permission? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Can we also let any of the energies from past lives, from your ancestral past lives and generational past lives, know that the catastrophes are over now? That while things yeah. are not perfect on this earth, there are certain things that have changed and World War Two is one of them. It's over.
2: <laughs> right. And I'm only
1: laughing just to make a point, but they still, no. the energies can sometimes still believe that it's still going on. It's like I've been teaching here for a week in Israel and we dealt a lot with the bodies in this past life generation's. Eastern European, Russian, all over the world where people are still carrying the trauma and the catastrophic thinking as if right behind their back is another war and they're going to lose everything and they lose their land, their country, you know, their identity, their being. So everything that is and everything that you're carrying for your family with that, for Latvians, can we destroy and uncreate that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, beyonds. And, Gus, everywhere your body is the lock to this, and all of them in the past is the key, and everywhere all of them in your past is the lock, and your body is the key. Can we put the lock and the key and the key and the lock and all the locks and all the keys and all the keys and all the locks and all the locks and all the keys and all the keys and all the locks together and set this free three eternally? Yes. Yeah. Permission? And we sin, revoke, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy and uncreate the forever commitment, dissipate and release to the earth, return to home, return to home, everyone that's with you, go back home, it's over now, go back home, it's over now, anything that doesn't allow that to be, destroy and uncreate it for the right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and any other energies, demons or entities that have come from any lifetime dimension, body or reality that, is, that are carrying The catastrophes, the wars, the traumas, the post-traumatic stress, the um, worry, the fear, the anxiety, the depression, the procrastination, the losing the money, the losing the business, the not wanting to exist, the death wishes, the starvations, the poverty. Can we just try and uncreate that, too? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Lighter, heavier, more space, less space around your whole being, Gus.
2: I think there's more. I just I feel kind of uh, I'm thinking about it's been everything's been tied to so much more than I thought it was. (laughs) So
1: isn't it always that way? You
2: called up. You called up on the
1: perfect day. So whoever's inside of you that got you to call up at work that you were so surprised with, it probably wasn't you. It was probably one of the beings that, and one of your ancestors that, you know, knew that this is the work that we were doing and we could do here for you today, and because they want to go home. They want to yeah. go home, but it's over. Everybody inside of you that's still looking through you, show them it's 2015. Look at, tell them to look at your clothes, look at the computers, look at the office, look at the cars. It's way different now. And that let them know that their lineage and you, as part of their lineage, has survived. And so is Latvia and so is so many other things in Eastern Europe. Yeah. And with that, allow them to go now. Home, and to pull all your energy into your body, Gus, all your energy into your body, 500 million miles up, down, right, left, front, and back, and expand your energy as space. And you're now free to be you. We've got thank a bunch you. of other callers on, on the line, Gus, and we have to go to break, but it's very clear that um, with your permission and thank you to allow us to walk you through that. And yeah. if we can be of any other contribution at another time, certainly you know how to get in touch with us, okay?
2: Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, thank make you. sure you
1: spend make sure you spend some time listening to the meditation on the show that Adriana did in the beginning again and really letting them know it seems like it's gonna go on for the next thirty to forty five minutes that it's over now, that they're safe, okay? It's done, they can go home. Okay. And you're free and okay. you're free. Too. Thank you. You're listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney and Dr. Adriana Popesco. We're back after the break.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into one 888 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello, hello, my friends. This is
1: Dr. Lisa with Dr. Adriana, and what a beautiful, beautiful call from Gus. Thank you, Gus, from, for going as far as you went with us, and thank you all for listening and giving him that space. And Adriana, is there something that you would like to um, touch base with regarding catastrophic thinking and what was facilitated with Gus before we move on to the next caller, or should we yeah. get the next caller yeah. on?
3: Yeah, no, I just wanted to highlight something that that came up in uh, our facilitation with Gus, which is the the past life history um, and the generational stuff that you brought in. Um, Because not only do we have our own personal traumas that we've experienced in this lifetime, we also have traumas we've experienced in other lifetimes. And most of us have been around the block enough times that we've pretty much been and done everything. So we've lived through wars we've been killed, we've been tortured, we've had all kinds of abuse and trauma done to us in different lifetimes. So the energy of that is often something we carry forward in addition to the energies we get, uh, you could call them genetically or environmentally, however they're getting transmitted and access. We talk about the biomimetic mimicry that comes from the generations before us. I mean, even just think about, you know, when Gus was a baby you know, or before he was born, he lived inside his mother for nine months. His mother went through all this trauma related to the war and being a refugee. He, on some level, absorbed that energy and he's carrying it around in his body. So I just think that that's really important to consider when you're wanting to do clearing work around this stuff. Understand that there's a bigger framework operating here than just things that have happened to you that you can remember, okay? And then the other thing that when you brought in the entities and the demons, I also find in my work but that comes up quite a bit, that oftentimes there are uh, loved ones who have passed, uh, people we've mm-hmm. known in other lifetimes, uh, even like comrades we maybe fought in wars with, who are still hanging around us. Um, and sometimes you need to actually facilitate the entities, much like you did, to let them know it's okay to leave, the wars over, the traumas over, or I no longer need you around to protect me from whatever it is you think you need to protect me from. So there's a whole bunch of work within the talk of the entities, um, specialty within access that covers uh, how to do that kind of communication and facilitation, just so people know that resource is out there.
1: I think that's great. Thank you so much for bringing that up, Adriana, and thanks for explaining that. That was really important, and as you know, we talk about this a lot And there's a lot of going on in the access consciousness world right now about clearing all our (laughs) past um, incarnations, incarcerations, and inculcations, so all these things that keep coming up as recurring patterns in our life that allows for the physical reality right in front of us not to change. So I'm so grateful uh, for this topic, for us to have this time to discuss this, and for all of you out there that are listening. So let's bring on Jessica, if she's still with us, from Sweden. Yes, I am. (laughs) I'm here. All right, Jessica, thanks for waiting. We appreciate it. A lot going on here on the show
2: today. What's going on here? I I feel like I'm not uh, capable of receiving love, and I'm
1: not capable of receiving success. Nothing. (laughs) I'm stuck. Uh, Okay, so... Say, what I always do when people first come on the show and they ask their question, they say, especially when they say stuck, say, please say, Jessica, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. Say it again. I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. Say, I'm the best I know at being stuck. I'm (laughs) the best of being stuck. (laughs) Say it again. (laughs) I am the best of being stuck. And again? I am the best of being stuck. And now say it in Swedish. Your no, I best part uh, too too hard. Good. Right wrong good man at the five all nine seen. shorts, boys and beyond. So Adriana since so yeah. my line's cutting out, would you take over here?
3: Sure. Um, So what I'm wondering, Jessica, is uh, who are you being when you're in such doubt of yourself? My dad, nothing. Your
2: dad?
3: Okay. So same as before, as we did with Gus, what creation are you using to invoke and perpetrate the biomimetic and biomimetric mimicry of your father's doubt about himself and everything that is will you destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, hot, talk, all nine, short, boys and beyond. So, Jessica, what's actually true for you? If you were yeah. not being
1: your father, who would you be? Me,
0: <laughs>
3: okay. And how? Do you, and what's actually true for you about your ability to attract love or to create anything it is you might desire in your life? What's actually true for you? I can receive everything. I That's can right. receive everything. So everything that yeah. doesn't allow that, will you now destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, talk, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And I think what we're talking about here is the distractor implants. In Access, yeah. we talk about the distractor implants being those blind spots where all we can see is, in this case, I would say doubt, right? Or even fears, like, I can't do this, it's not possible. All you can see is the yeah. doubt. And when you're blinded by that, you can't see the infinite possibilities and the potency that you truly be. So yeah. anywhere you're operating from the distractor implants, particularly fear and doubt, will you destroy and uncreate yeah. all of that? Right, wrong, yeah. good, bad, hot, talk, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. How's that feeling?
1: Feeling better. Yeah. My whole body's shaking. So.
3: Yeah. Well, and oh. the energy's moving, so you want to go ahead and let that, just let your body do whatever it needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. So keep clearing the destructor think... implant and the biomimetic mimicry of your dad's insecurities, yeah. his doubts, his pains, pathways, and realities. Put it on the loop and keep listening to it, okay? Yeah. Okay.
1: I will do that.
3: Yes. And then Alicia, do we have you with us still?
1: Yes, I'm still here. Okay. Great. And Jessica, also make sure you expand your energy as space as you're doing yeah. what Adriana is talking to you to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and then feel yeah. your hands on your body, one hand on the center of your chest, one yeah. hand on your belly, while you're expanding yeah. space, so you can feel, know, be, receive, perceive, allow the communion with you and the phenomenons you truly be, okay? Yes, yes
0: would we'll do that.
1: Too. Great. Thank you so much for calling Thank in. you. Thank
3: you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I... you know, and Lisa, Hi, if I can Good. interject mm-hmm. another thing here, as I'm listening to Jessica and to Gus you know, talking, I'm thinking about how much um, this mm-hmm. conversation you and I had before about the 49 and 51 percent, how mm-hmm. we so often make our doubts, our fears, and our catastrophic thinking greater than us the infinite being we truly be. So I'd like to do a clearing for that, if I may. Okay. So everywhere, any of you are making your doubts, your fears, your anxieties, and your catastrophic thinking the 51%, and you, the infinite being with your infinite knowing the 49%, will you now destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. And what would it take to be the 50-50 with you and your knowing that you truly be and to know what's mm. true for you and what is your reality with total ease and everything that does not allow that will you destroy and uncreate it.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, hawk, all nice shorts, boys and beyonds.
1: That's great. And I want everybody out there that's listening, whether you're listening live or... Um, listening to the after call through iTunes and the download to know that we have specific questions. Adriana wrote the blog on my site for the show with specific questions and specific tools and steps for you to check out and listen to. And it's a step-by-step how to move yourself beyond anxiety if you get trapped in it. So if you wake up tomorrow and you're feeling a little anxious, go to the blog, DrLisaCooney.com on the blog and read what Adriana wrote there and it'll give you tools besides what we've talked about here you know, on the call. And Also, I want to let you know that Adriana has put together a wonderful, beautiful package for each of you that is available only during the month of May. You've got to sign up with her beforehand. Or uh, well, before May thirty first, <laughs> anyway, um, to get the special deal about three sessions with her anxiety loops for the morning, anxiety loops for the evening. There's a thirty minute loop, or sixty—I mean, a sixty minute, sixteen minute loop—and she put this great package together for a ridiculously amazing price that was over. It would be regularly priced over eight hundred dollars, and she gave it to you for how much, Adriana?
3: Two ninety seven.
1: Two ninety seven, and they should go to your website to take a look at that. Correct?
3: Yeah, right on from my homepage. So there's a link to the special offer, um, and I'm also um, I'm going to be doing quite a number of classes uh, here in San Francisco. I'm going to be traveling to Chicago in August, and I'm doing uh, the whole range of classes from bars to foundation and level one, and talk some talk to the entities stuff. Um, an intro to access class, a whole bunch of different things coming up. And you can check that out, again, on my um, my webpage, adrianapopescu.org. Um, you can also find me on the Access Consciousness uh, website, adrianapopescu.accessconsciousness.com. And um, for spelling, it's A-D-R-I-A-N-A-P-O-P-E-S-C-U.org.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So, Oh, oh and one Adriana, thing, too,
3: if, even I also have a little mm-hmm. freebie for people. If you sign up for my newsletter, you can get my top ten tips for coping with anxiety, which is a great resource for all the different access tools we've been talking about these last three weeks on the show. Um, I have those on there, and I think they're a really great resource. So um, feel free to check it out and sign up for the newsletter, and you'll get a free copy of that.
1: Awesome. And I, I just want to put, we have about two minutes left here before the show ends, and I'm going to give the final words to you, uh, Adriana, but I want to let you all know that today I was in Jerusalem. I went to the Western Wall, or the Wailing Wall, the holy site today, and I was i was sitting in the chair, one of the chairs down there, after receiving the blessing at the wall, and I was practicing my um, access consciousness tools and expanding my energy as space there and really asking what energy, space, and consciousness I could be for peace and what reality I would like to create as the catalyst for the Beyond Abuse revolution. So how about we all do that wherever we are, is expand our energy as space and, and decide which, what, what is the catalyst that you wish to be on this earth? And with one minute, Adriana, what would you like these beautiful beings to know? about moving beyond catastrophic thinking?
3: Yeah, start asking questions for what's beyond all this. Um, What's beyond this catastrophic thinking? What would it take to create a different reality here? What's beyond all the trauma and abuse I've experienced uh, and everyone else's experience? Start asking for something greater to show up because it is possible. We can change this reality. We can change our realities. What are the infinite possibilities for that? What else is possible?
1: And how does it get any better than this? Mm. Is it real or is it an invention? Thank you so much, Adriana. Thank you, Jessica and Gus. Thank you all out there. We'll be back with Adriana next week. I will be back state bound, so we should have no problems with the Internet. Thank you all for listening. And thanks for the lines being clear the whole hour. And wherever you are, we love you and we'll speak to you soon.